Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. Hey, buddy. What was this week three now? Week oh. three in isolation. Oh, yeah. Week three uh, uh, for the listeners. It feels like I've had COVID for months now. Wow. Um, I mean, yeah. And and I have. This isn't you a have. backlogging situation. This is me. No, it's long COVID. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I, I never took a test. I just declared it myself and just yep. uh, and everyone left. Yeah, everyone left. Everyone just. Yeah, they just believed it. And now you know, I they have my room to myself. They say long COVID. Do they say it because it lasts a long time or is it because like the little little coronavirus, you know, like the little spiky balls? Are they just really long like hot dogs? <laughs> yeah, they got uh, uh, mm-hmm. we, we call those long ticklers, uh, long ticklers. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's what the doctor told me. That's just, right. 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 That's oh, so you saw a doctor. I uh, called. Yeah. Oh, Yo, you called. OK, cool. Yeah, yeah. I can't get out. I'm, I'm under quarantine. I can't go see a doctor. <laughs> Self-imposed, I guess. But, <laughs> you know, probably for the best. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've already you've already got our other roommate and then he's the cautious one. <laughs> but the one going balls to the wall, not doing any precautions. He's the one who's still fine. I cannot believe that. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I'm about to go off on this podcast right now. But the fact that myself our other roommate. There's four of us that live in this place. And I know the listeners. I've, I've been I've been staying elsewhere to avoid it. So that's but why I haven't caught it. The one person that hasn't is the one that goes and sees the most people. Um, I've seen him not wear a mask in a store. Yeah. I've seen him walking around the apartment unmasked, even though I'm keeping my mask, doing my due diligence. Yeah, he's the guy who like, goes on the bus and asks people to cough in his mouth on his way out, too. It's like, <laughs> what are you fucking doing? That's alleged, but I assume it to be true. <laughs> I, I can believe it. But I just can't. I cannot handle that he hasn't got it and that I did. And that other roommate who's so careful did. Oh, uh, and he who's already had it, too. Uh, no, he hasn't. Didn't he? Oh, no, no, no he no. he was he had to quarantine, though, because yes. he might have had it. Yes, yes. he's been very careful, <laughs> like double masked everything. But no, uh, no, that's what happens when you're too careful, I guess. But it's not all about me and being flabbergasted today. It's about mm-hmm. our guest here because we mm. got writer, comedian, podcaster, actor, improviser. We have Roche Abdullah here. Bow, bow, bow. Hello. <laughs> oh, How are you doing? Where'd you get those sirens? <laughs> I have an app. Yeah. Are you nice. South Morton? You South Morton over there? <laughs> I'm doing uh I'm doing okay today. I'm doing okay. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> I... Every day's No, no reaction to that. Every day is the same, I guess. Every day. Is the same. Okay, I missed it. I missed it. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. There's a little cut out there. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Geez. Listen, we want something exciting to happen. If you're just going to say that nothing's going on, then we don't need to hear it. <laughs> just imagine just to every day is the same and we yeah. just completely go flush and we're like, oh, we can't speak anymore. I don't know. What's I mean, that's pretty that's pretty terrifying when you think about it. Wasn't that like Groundhog's Day all over again? 
Yeah. Yeah. But true, the only way yeah. to get out is to um, live your life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's some lesson, I guess, we got to learn. I wonder if we'll ever figure it out. Uh, so I want to talk about you here, uh, Roche, because you have uh, I listed a lot of things at the mm-hmm. start there. And I want to start with the podcasting because you have a uh, a uh, <laughs> that wasn't me criticizing you for doing too much. <laughs> Damien looked at me like I was like, but you <laughs> you got a lot of things here. Explain, lady. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got some explaining to do. Um, no, uh, but I want to start. This is with the, the part of the show where it's grilling the guest. This we do yeah. this every episode. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just it's just the way it is. I'm. Sorry. I got your feet to the fire right now, uh, <laughs> dude, but I want to ask you about the podcasting uh, first to start because you have sure. two podcasts, one of them being on our uh, fellow network, the Sonar mm-hmm. Network. So we're basically uh, siblings at this point mm-hmm. <laughs> or the sexier version, step siblings. Oh, <laughs> that's a category I can get into. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Did I send my bio or uh, you list a lot of things there? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, I do my due diligence. Oh, yes. That's good. Good, mm. good. <laughs> he just throws them all against the wall. And hopes that I'm the like, guest doesn't argue. I'm, if I if I list a whole <laughs> bunch of things, Astronaut. one of them's bound to be true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I, um. Let's hear about your uh, podcast. So you have uh, one that you do with a uh, bad dog that's on the Sonar Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, five f- things. Five things. Yeah. Yeah. Five things. We just bring on some. Really, it's my friends, my funny friends, and I get to ask them five things. And we start with uh, the five things game where I get to ask them like mm-hmm. five reasons your chief wants your gun and badge, five ways to get persecuted in biblical times. And then that's the warm up. They have to come up with five ways. And then I ask them the real hard hitting questions. Five oh. things. I asked Mark Little, what's the worst thing he's ever done? So listen, if you want to know what Mark Little, how he's wronged anyone in his life. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's perfect because he was on this podcast not too long ago. And too, I so. want to I want to know what horrible things he's done that he's willing to confess. <laughs> yeah, well, at first he said, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> so this is maybe the second worst thing. But you coaxed it out of him. You know what? You don't you don't really have to push Mark that much. <laughs> <laughs> he spills. That's true. Once he gets going, he'll never just get like... out of me. All right. All right. <laughs> he just loves the attention. <laughs> well, don't we all we all have a podcast? That's true. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's talk about your other podcast, because it's kind of um, it goes into almost a uh, similar structure to this one right because you're talking about um a, a specific person i believe that um that one of you have gone on a date with and then it goes into an improvised scene at the end yeah so boys 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 is a comedy pos- podcast comedy improv where we get a guest on they tell a story and it doesn't have to be someone they're dating or that they dated it can be like a roommate or a co-worker mm-hmm. but it's just a story about a bad boy and it's not mm-hmm. like a what we would like is not like a weird boy because you know people are weird that's fine um yeah no and i'll preface this by saying we're all trying our best out here no one's trying to hurt anyone we know not all men blah 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 but Mm -hmm. uh, you bring us a story of uh, someone who's a bad boy and uh we just get into the story and then afterwards we do improv so someone pretends to be the boy and then the other the guest and the other host will interview them and see where they're at and what they're doing these days (laughs) (laughs) 
it's such a fun concept for a uh, podcast as well. So mm-hmm. Thank you. it's very fun. We like it. We are, we haven't, we took a break during COVID. Um, usually we take a break in the summer because I edit it. And mm-hmm. so I, I, in the summer, I'm like, I want to enjoy my summer and I take a break, but yeah, we are taking a break because I need to work through my issues with men. And I don't think I was <laughs> serving me. So we will be back at some point, but not right now. Not until I get my shit together. Yeah, yeah. That's well, too real for you on the spooky podcast. No, actually, uh, oddly enough, we were originally going to be called uh, Two Bad Boys. That's what we were going to call the show. And Two then we're shitty like, white dudes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was that was another uh, another title that didn't quite fly in the test groups, but you know, it. I mean, it described the show perfectly, but that's about it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think that you have a lot of uh, backlog for that for our listeners to check out, too. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the, and the fact that you put so much work into the editing because we uh, mm-hmm. we notably don't like <laughs> like it's like it's a very raw cut for us. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'll do podcasts and my brain has become so mush over the years and mm-hmm. I t- uh, like yeah, I forget words all the time or I take a pause and I'm just like, you know what? We'll fix that. <laughs> and yeah, pause. yeah. And they never do. And I always sound like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like splice, even if it was a splice where I sounded like a bit different, like a robot of, of like, good mm-hmm. morning. How do meet you? Not, never, nothing. It's just me with long bits of space in between. <laughs> We will try our best not to put you in that light. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure that uh, all your robot voices are gone. And all the big splices are gone. Uh, but let's move over to uh, you being a writer, because one of the interesting mm-hmm. things is that you have uh, two poetry books. Ooh. <laughs> you know, what's funny about that is that I uh, I wish I could take that out of my bio, but I have truly nothing else to show. <laughs> <laughs> I hate talking about it. I do. I went through two breakups and wrote poetry afterwards, and it's not something I want to share with people. And yet, it's right there in my bio. I did. I did that. I self. I wrote poetry. I self published it, and and then made my friends buy it. <laughs> that, that kind of goes on the theme with the last podcast we should talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can you get it? You get a picture of me. I wasn't lying when I said I'm a monster in real life. <laughs> I I find that you you spoke about uh, saying that you took a break for the podcast for this reasons, and I'm just constantly bringing up those reasons now. Yeah. Really. <laughs> What's your relationship with men? Not good. Cody. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> well, we like to have an outlet for uh, for our guests to you know unload their problems. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you're also an improviser and you were doing uh, improv in Australia as well, right? Yes, I did do that. I'll, I'll admit to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to make me look bad. I did um, that. No more questions about that. <laughs> okay. No further questions. <laughs> uh, what's the big difference in like the improv scene uh, that you found uh, being here in Toronto versus being in Australia. Yeah. From my understanding is just you have to start every scene with good day, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you leave with. <laughs> uh, you know what? I really wish I could. There, it, there are differences and I wish I could remember. It's been so long. Mm-hmm. I think that was five years ago. 
Um, but I remember when I came back and I was like, oh, it's different because I started there too. So it's, it's, right. I said this before, but it's like when you go to a camp and you grow up at a camp and then you like go to a different camp for a summer and then they sing pretty mm -hmm. much exactly song but they like tweak they change one word or something and you're like that's not how they sing it at mount camp bear more and that's <laughs> what it was coming to Toronto, and i was like that they don't do that over there um but i don't remember what it was but the most significant thing was that um oddly enough like melbourne well toronto is a huge city really but there was one or two theaters like improv theaters in melbourne and mm -hmm. so it's a very very small community um mm -hmm. which that you are always you see, you're seeing everyone's shows like you know in toronto there's a few different theaters and you're there's a bunch of shows on different nights and mm -hmm. you're not seeing everyone's shows but you're playing you're seeing the same people you're playing with them it's just so um it's like you're just always around and, it, and yeah. it's a really quick place to grow too that's interesting because yeah like toronto is so vast in that way where like um two performers could be performing going out every single night doing their comedy mm -hmm. and never collide never meet each other yeah, I I mean like I've never seen you guys. Not that that's anything against you guys, but like <laughs> you've never seen me. There's just yeah. people. I I was met someone a few weeks ago who was asking me some questions of like how long you've been doing it. And I was like oh, seven years, and they're just like why haven't I seen you? And it's like I don't. I have a house. I have a life. Like I have. Yeah. <laughs> I've been actively avoiding you, sir. Yeah. I, I think typically that if you were to say that in other situations, that people would assume that's an insult. But here in Toronto, like that's just the thing. Like you you don't yeah. like you can stumble across someone that's been doing this for a fucking long time, just any given day. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. would just be like, I guess you just don't like improv enough to see enough shows. So well, that's the thing is I actually would like, why haven't I seen you? It does, it's not a it's it's a weird thing because there's this weird hustle culture in mm -hmm. Toronto. Maybe I'm yeah. sure other places too, in, in a lot of industries, but especially the entertainment one and the comedy one, where if you're not doing it 24-7 every night constantly, like every time, you know, with, they say that about stand-up, like you got to be doing shows every night. And it's mm -hmm. like there's no quicker way to hate the thing you love than to do it that way <laughs> in a basement full of like other dudes who are only waiting for their five minutes. Like it's just... It's like, why haven't I seen you any everywhere before? It's like, because I've been working on my mental health and making sure that I don't hate this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, and that's such a, like a huge, especially over the last like two, I don't even know how long we've been in COVID anymore. Two years, two and a half years. Like, 15, I think. Yeah. But like, just this period has been like so hard for that too. And like, and the comedy community is kind of like rolling again, but like, I mean, I can't find myself to be able to like go out there and participate as much as maybe even I would like mm -hmm. to, but yeah, burnout is real. And do you remember when it was like March 2020 and the theaters and everything shut down? People were so relieved. Like I remember being so I was like, this is a nice break. Yeah. yeah. I, and then a year later and we're like, okay, well, it was well enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like even um, just, Zoom I, I mean, I found that way just like my, my day job just having a break from that for a while was has been nice too so now that we're like back full swing it's it's getting tough trying to find that uh, that balance with everything again where you know again we're not going to have that huge burnout but let's dive ourselves into an even spookier note than this uh oh <laughs> i need to ask you roche do you believe in ghosts you know what 
I, I, when I thought of that before, I'd always say like, I don't want to say yes or no in case mm-hmm. I was kind of like leaning on the no, but I was like, but in case they're out there, I don't want to say that. You don't want to offend the ghost accidentally. Maybe I believe them, but in um, the last few years, I follow, I follow this Instagram account called like the dark Reddit. And there's a lot of ghost stories. And I just like, I'm like, there's too many ghost stories for it to be not real. Mm. There's just too many stories and i know there's a lot of liars in the world especially on reddit but mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to go and say yes <laughs> lock me in i'm gonna say yes all right <laughs> is there yeah. like is that is that do you have to say yes <laughs> in order to continue do i have to say yes <laughs> no if you say yeah. no we would have just shut down we would have <laughs> went home <laughs> and that's everything everyone okay <laughs> uh no uh no, we've we've had plenty of um, uh, skeptics mm-hmm. on the podcast. I th- I think that the vast majority that have come on this podcast happen to be believers in ghosts. Um, but yeah, we we have plenty of skeptics too. But yeah, it's like it's, even it's, that town in like Japan where they had a tsunami or something, and like all these cab drivers were saying that they had the ghost passengers. Like, what are the odds that all these cabbies are just lying out there? But look, what kind of prank is this? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's such an interesting thing too. That just with all the cabins thought together, I mean, you know how to really spook this town. You know how to get them. We're just gonna say a bunch of ghosts got and and we lost money. They didn't even mm-hmm. pay. Now we're mad. Like, what's the point of that? <laughs> I mean, I've had a lot of bad experiences with uh, cab drivers in the city, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't believe them. I think there's a uh, lawsuit to be made if a cab driver drops a ghost off at your house. They don't pay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They disappear. They vanish. <laughs> hey, you didn't pay. Just ducked down in the back seat. <laughs> a ghost. It's it's so funny to think about that. Just the cabbies are getting together to talk about this plague that's upon them. Of, Mm-hmm. ghosts tricking them to take them places and not beg they just have a huge group chat <laughs> but then they will because it's like japan and they're a very respectful culture they will drive the ghosts to where they want to go sometimes <laughs> they know they're ghosts because that's the, the respectful thing to do like this not all- saying you don't believe in ghosts out loud in case it's not respectful to mm-hmm. them this also feels just like a bunch of cab drivers who are just like how can we take a half hour break where we can just tell dispatch to fuck off for a bit. <laughs> sounds like they're working the system to me. <laughs> There's potential. <laughs> potential, potential. I don't know. But, you know, we don't know what the truth is. But yeah, you, you're. I think you have something in that logic, though, that there's just so many of the ghost stories out there that how could they all possibly be lies? How could they all possibly go down that road like how can so many people be unreliable yeah and i think because a lot of people like this is fake and that's fake and there's like there's a a ton of fake things a lot of people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. turn yeah a lot of people will go on the internet and make fake stuff so for the likes or the views or whatever but some it's there's there's got to be real like you gotta be real, guys. That's the takeaway from all this. You yeah. gotta be real. You, gotta be real. <laughs> you just gotta Especially be real. 
<laughs> my my side about it, um, I don't necessarily think that all these people are lying. I don't think that's the case. I think a lot of people really do believe they saw ghosts. I just don't think that these stories in any way prove that there are ghosts. That's mm. that's more my side of it. Wait, like, so I, Damon, I, do you believe in ghosts? No, I do not. Oh, you don't, and you made this I podcast. Don't. Is this the is the podcast to convince you? No. End game here. <laughs> I, I got we a, don't know. I got a couple hidden goals and everything mm. that uh, mm. I know. I don't want to bring them up too much because then it'll put Damien on the defensive. So it's it's been a seven year process of me <laughs> trying to ingrain this information into him naturally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cody, do you re- who else believes in ghosts here? I, I do. Yes, I'm okay. I'm a big uh, ghost believer. I've, I've seen ghosts in, in my life. I've talked okay. about them on this podcast. Um, and it's happened well. We've been or not like not literally while we've been recording the podcast. But as we were recording, I had experiences. You had an experience. That. Oh, my gosh. Two bad boys. Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I don't want to go too much in detail because uh Damien always calls me out on ta- telling the same stories. <laughs> well, to be fair, there there was a time where it seemed like you were telling the story like every other week <laughs> for a while there. Well, and I it's fine. It, it's I totally fine. I understand. But maybe we should like make like a super cut. Yes. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, no, but or yeah, you can tell me and cut it out. Do a little editing. No, no, no. We can listen. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell the story. Yeah, so one of the big moments, and I don't think I uh, talk about this one quite as much, but I remember I was living in this basement apartment at the time um, with uh, someone that I was dating then. And uh, basically, Sorry, when was this? This, wa- this was 2015, I believe. Okay. It was a, it was probably in the first couple of years, at least, of this podcast. Within okay. then. Whoa, you guys have been doing this a long time. And you still don't believe in ghosts, Damien? <laughs> no, trust me, nothing has come close to convincing me. Oh, it'll be this episode. This will be the one. Yeah. <laughs> See, my thing is the stories don't do anything for me. It doesn't matter what story you tell me. It's not going to change my mind. Because... I'll convince you ghosts are real and that Mercury mm-hmm. really is in retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. If you can do it, Cody. I'll give you $500. <laughs> so... Um, what happened in this apartment, though, um, basically every time I slept in this room, which this was an apartment that I moved into with them. So um, it wasn't one that I was used to before, but their bedroom actually, I don't think this is legal, but didn't have windows in it at all. Um, the Toronto special. <laughs> yeah, the Toronto special. Uh, but yeah, their bedroom, no windows in there. So there's no access to any kind of light or anything like that and i remember when i when i would sleep there a lot of the time i kept on having the same dream about this woman crying at the end of the bed this woman crying at the end of the bed oh my god that's a classic story it would constantly constantly be this woman praying crying end of the bed so when another night when i was just walking around in the kitchen or whatever i started seeing this illuminating light coming from that room and i was like okay this something's odd here because there's no windows there's no light access like anywhere the crack at the like the door is closed and the crack at the bottom has this it's against the wall on the opposite side of where all the windows are and there's a bathroom in between to the next window so there's yeah so there's this huge illuminating light 
And I was like, what the hell is that? It just all of a sudden started happening. And I walked into the room and it was just this ball of light at the end of the bed towards the ground. What? And then it just went away. How did it like all in one go just like stopped or it kind of like faded? Yeah, it was kind of like a a fade. Oh, my gosh. Tell me, Damien, that's Mm -hmm. not convincing you? No. Okay. I feel he was either half asleep, which is most likely the case, or you saw a light. What do you mean? No, no, it wasn't that late at night. You were just sitting in a pitch black room for no reason. No, no, no. The bedroom had no light. I wasn't sitting in the bedroom. I was in the kitchen. I had the light on in the kitchen, which is very far from there's the living room in between there in that room. And yeah, there's, it's it still doesn't mean anything to me so many times. It's been a bit, but I still don't buy it. Also, I like to think the woman crying at the end of the bed. It just turns out your upstairs neighbor was just very depressed. <laughs> Why would you like to think that? I'm not. I'm just saying like, like, I mean, that Damien's makes sense. Yeah. Damien is a logic guy. He yeah. um, doesn't believe in magic or the power of love. <laughs> well, no, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Cody, how has this changed you? Because I I worked at Vans, uh, the one that, like the mm-hmm. downtown. And um, when I started, they were people were like, oh, there's a ghost here. They had just had a, a, an experience. There's like a, a basement mm-hmm. and it has huge and it has all the shoes and it's like very, it's like cementy. It's, it can it can be creepy if you want it to be creepy. So they had a ghost experience and I asked mm-hmm. the people and they were like, it's real. They were scared. And then there was like a second one. And so when I started, I was a little bit like every time I went to the basement, I was like, because and I quit not mm-hmm. for that reason. Like I was going to quit anyways. But when I quit, I was really excited to quit because I was like, if I work here long enough, I will experience something probably most likely. And here's the thing is like that um, there was actually like a really brutal murder of a little boy in that building, like along. Like my life pre ghost experience is going to be so like once you have that, that's it. Right. And I don't know how it's going to change. So how did that change you? It cut out again, right at the brutal murder of the boy. Oh, my gosh. My internet. I, <laughs> um, I was saying that this boy was brutally murdered and it's a real thing. Like you can you can mm-hmm. look it up um, and it started some like riots in Toronto. Um, so and the, the ghost is a little boy, like when you hear he laughs and it's, it's a little boy. And so I quit not for that reason, but I quit. Um, and I was so I was like, I am not ready to have like you, you have I was like, my life has is no ghost experience. And then you have a ghost experience. And it's just you can't take that back. Like, it's just your life is different. So I was not ready for that. I, I did not want that to happen. So how did it change you, Cody? I think because like I had them in childhood and everything like that. And I, I believe a lot of my beliefs about ghosts are a, a residual energy kind of belief. So for me, I'm not thinking about in those moments. And I, I, I have another one in that same apartment where I um, confronted a dark figure that was standing over my partner at that time and was saying, like, you don't have any business here. And I was just confronting it. So for me, I don't know. I just so you have two ghost experiences. Yeah, multiple in that apartment. And then I've had some in my childhood as well. What? Oh, and you started with the ball of light. You, you saw like a whole being. <laughs> yeah, because the ball of light one is one that I haven't talked about as much during the podcast. Oh, OK. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's it's been multiple experiences throughout that. But I, I don't think it's affected me personally too much because I don't 
I'm kind of under the belief system because of the experience that I've personally had that they're not going to do anything to affect me or they can't do anything right. to me in those moments. So if I stand my ground, I hopefully can get it away. Yeah, I believe in ghosts. I don't know if I believe that they can hurt you like the the scary mm-hmm. story. And I haven't really ever heard like just just movies where like I, I all of all the stories I've heard, nothing has hurt anyone. So I don't know if they can do that, which I hope they can't. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not because like I don't know about you or whatever, but like I'm not a religious person. I've never been a religious person, so I don't equate it to like those like kind of angels and demons kind of thing. So that's not really where my belief system kind of goes. Mm-hmm. The Dan Brown book. Yeah, the, the Dan Brown. Books. I'm not a Da Vinci Code guy. Is what I'm trying to say. They listen. They can't make you read the book. Okay. <laughs> no I remember how. reading that book and thinking it was so great, and then everyone was like shitting on it and being like, and, and I was like, "Am I stupid? Like I thought this was wonderful." <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember reading the Da Vinci Code like way back when it was like just coming out, and everyone loved it for a bit, and then they everyone started hating it, and then it was just like. Okay, what what happened? Why did this change? I think when you do it too much, I think it's like Fast and Furious. Like is that you what it was? It, like, it's great, and then you, they keep doing it, and people just get mad. But then you have to keep doing it, so then it becomes fun again. That's what Fast and Furious did, didn't they? Or did they yes. go back into getting people mad again? I don't know. People are always people are mad. People are always gonna be mad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. People are just mad. Mad at Tom uh, Hanks. You can. You're, everyone can be mad at anyone. Yep, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Well, on that note, we got a story to tell. Oh, we all drew positions beforehand. Oh, there's the soundboard. <laughs> oh, man, that's a good soundboard. You're going to have to send us the link to that app. <laughs> um, uh, Roche, do you want to reveal what you drew? Um, I drew a little puppy with a hat. Oh, the oh my God. Um, <laughs> this is the improv part. Yep. <laughs> I was the what? Well, uh, I was the the, the, the swinger. Swing. Yeah. The swing. No responsibility <laughs> in the story. You can do whatever you want. Be as many characters mm-hmm. you, as you want. And uh, I drew the celebrity. So I have to go to a random celebrity generator and it will give me four options and I'll have to appear as one of those celebrities at some point during the story. Oh. So my options are. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va- coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine, right. you know, and the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important. And what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and do- mm-hmm. and putting things together that really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It, uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. 
And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions? Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all uh, online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person and it's more of a connection. No! Do online. Do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com slash spooked to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Today. Uh, Jessica Chastain, George Clooney, Larry David, Hmm. and Sean (laughs) William Scott. Okay. I have a preference. (laughs) (laughs) i think you know what we've never had sean william scott come up on here before i don't think we've seen them before that's a unique one and i gotta take advantage of it i would have picked that one i'm glad you picked that one (laughs) yes yeah and uh that means i drew the narrator so for that we're gonna go to can i get a dot com to get a location a relationship or a word in order to start the story Let's do a relationship. Bored aristocrats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So the All right. spooky bored aristocrats. There we go. The year was 1843. Ah, the Duchess what was, of. What was the biggest invention at this time? What was like the big one? Oh. Oh, uh, um, uh, maybe those bags that collect horse poo so they don't get horse poo all over the streets. You know, the ones that it's like a little sack that goes on the horse's ass and it and then when they poop, it just drops into the bag. Have you seen horse? Yeah, horse diaper. (laughs) But it's like a bag. And you can still piss free. Mm, Cutting edge. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The Go year on. was 1843. Uh, the bored Duchess of uh, uh, Buxby was sitting upon her big throne chair thing, eating little tiny sandwiches brought to her by her, her lovely little servant, Mitzi. Oh, Mitzi was in a tither, though. Those sandwiches, oh, they really, really, really got Mitzi going. Uh, 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 Duchess of Booksbury, uh, I'm so excited about these sandwiches that I worked on for so long for you. I put a lot of craft into them. Oh, oh, these sandwiches. I just put so many different ingredients in there. I think that you're going to be a little bit surprised with what the sauce is. Oh, that's just ketchup. You're trying to act like you invented ketchup. It's 1874. We've had ketchup for a long time, Mitzi. I think I'm over you. I think I want to send you to the gallows. The no, Duchess no. picked up the little sandwiches and hucked them at the wall and then picked up Mitzi and hucked Mitzi into the into the gallows bin. 
<laughs> First time in the gallows bin, huh? Yes. Yeah, well, they're going to come cart us off in about 15 minutes, take us there, and they're going to hang us by our little tiny necks. We didn't hang us. I was just making a sandwich. I didn't. What do you, what do you think gallows are? I don't know. I'm not. That's, a- where they, that's where they hang you and you make the Duchess sad, bad, bored, or whatever. You shouldn't have tried to pass off ketchup. What are you doing? What is, she seemed bored from the start. I just tried to get her excited about the ketchup sandwich. Oh, there's your first problem. See, that's what I was trying to do. She, I tried to give her this new shirt that had a cool graphic logo on it of a band that I enjoy. They're called the Traveling uh, Guys with Instruments. And she thought it wasn't cool and it wasn't going to catch on. And here I am. Well, I mean, that's all well and good. And I'm glad that you would. How do you make graphic T-shirts? <laughs> well, you see, I take a, a, a regular uh, smock like what we're wearing. And then I lop off the, the, the sleeves so they're short. And then I lop off the bottom of the frock so it's also short. And it's kind of like in the shape of a T. And then I use my little paintbrush and I draw a graphic design on it. Hey, keep it down in there. Prisoners aren't allowed to talk. You could be plotting something. No, we're just. But can can we plead our case to you, please? It's no. I'm just a security guard. I take the queen's orders. That's it. But I mean, you being just the security guard, are you not worried that the 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 queen, when you go and talk to her, that she's so bored that she's just gonna throw you in here too, just with us? That's true. Extreme. <laughs> you gotta spice up your uh, your security game by maybe helping us plot a breakout. Mm-hmm. She has been testy lately. Well, I mean, maybe if you just uh, unlocked the the door and we escaped, and you came with us. Yeah, and do you want to buy one of these uh, graphic T-shirts that I invented? I never heard of that band. Oh, well, maybe you will. You know, you don't always have to know the band to wear a graphic tee. Otherwise, I feel like it's just gatekeeping the music, you know? Yeah, but what if someone asked me to name five of their songs? Oh, shit. I never thought about that. (laughs) Maybe if I put the song list on the back of the T-shirt. Wait a minute. Can you even name five of their songs? (laughs) They only have one song that's just really long. (laughs) One song that's really long. Yeah. What is it? It's called Toodle Tweet Ding Dong Doodly Deep. How long is Toodle Tweet <laughs> Ding Dong Doodly Deep? That's anyway. about it, actually. That uh, You know, when you say the name, you're singing the song. All oh. right. I can't listen anymore. Let's just oh. get out. Get okay. out. <laughs> I'm go, sorry. Go. Are you coming with us? Yeah. If she finds out, I let you out. It's my neck, too. Well, I would assume. And I mean, I did. You are not going to regret this. I am a sandwich artist and and my friend here makes good T-shirts together. I mean, do you have a skill as well? Security. Yeah, well, I guess you could be. I mean, I'm, don't, don't go by what's happening now. Don't <laughs> judge me for, for letting you out. Usually, no, no, no. this is a special case. Wait a minute. I got an idea. If you can make the snacks and I can make the merchandise and you can beat security, 
we can open up a venue and we can have big bands like this. So everyone will learn all five songs from the song, you know, the band. And then they'll buy more shirts. And then when they're there, they'll get hungry. And then when they're there, they'll get rowdy. And that's what you'll be there for. We'll call it a, 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 an amphitheater. They have those, right? They don't have those, do they? I don't know. We got horse diapers. We got everything now. It's, it's the new age. Well, we can open up our own on the edge of town. That'll make the, the Duchess excited. Maybe she'll forgive us when she sees our great show that we put on. I mean, this all seems well and good, but are we not thinking that we have to convince the band to write more than one short song? Well, you want to leave them coming back for more, you know? But you said five. You did say five. Oh, shit. You're right. Damn it. OK. Hmm. Well, I feel like we're in a bit of a pickle then. What? Did somebody say pickle? Oh, shit. Who's that? Um, no, no, I, I know this, this, this is the pickle witch. That's right. It's I, the pickle witch. What are you two doing here with that guy? I know that guy he tried to sell me a shirt earlier. <laughs> that, uh, sorry, Pickle Witch. I, we didn't mean to disturb you in your um, room, I guess. But are you locked up down Hello, here? What are you doing in here? <laughs> no, this is where I choose to live by choice. Door wide. It's perfect pickling conditions. Yeah, uh, uh, it's uh, damp. It's briny. That's my name, Briny. Oh, hello, Briny. Nice to meet you. My name is Pickle Witch. Oh, I've heard about you, Pickle Witch. Well, thank you. I, you know, I get around. Everybody knows the tale of Pickle Witch. They do. They do. You didn't have to say that that way. You kind of weirded me out, to be honest. Listen, <laughs> I overheard. I overheard what you were saying about wanting to start a venue and they have to teach the band. Well, well, I just so happen to have this magic booklet that might be able to, you know, spice things up for you guys. What do you say? You know, a few incantations here, a few jars of pickles there, and you got yourself a, 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 a ham sandwich, you know? Okay, what do we have to do? Oh, you only have to do one little tiny itsy bitsy little thing. Don't even worry about it. You just have to, you know, give me some of your soul and then everything's fine and you'll be successful. And and, you know, you don't even need that little tiny bit of your soul at all. It's part of our soul. Is, what? Is it just one of us? Do we have to deliberate here and choose or is it a little bit of all of our souls? <laughs> well, a little bit of all of them, really. You know, I like to have the variety. It's, you know, it doesn't look good if you only have one. Can can we give more of his and less of mine? Mm, yeah, that's a good choice. Let's give more of his. No, oh. <laughs> but well, well, you don't want my soul. I'm a dirty soul. I'm a dirty, dirty soul. Well, you know, maybe maybe dirty soul is a good soul to put in a pickle. I don't know. You don't want a clean soul. That's gross. I guess with that, Brian, will that uh, bring the goat to the top of the pickle jar? I think it will. Don't worry. You're not going to get botulism from this. Well, I suppose. Listen, listen, just come in here. Sign the contract. Don't even worry about it. Forget about it. Forget about the consequences, which which there are none, really uh, few. But don't worry about it. Just come in. Come in. Sign. Sign right here, right on the line. I, I feel like it's our only option. We either go back to the gallows. Or we saw in the paper. I mean, to be fair, I was going to be dead this afternoon. So this is an improvement. Few consequences doesn't seem that bad to me. 
Minimal consequences. Trust me. <laughs> oh, even less than few. Wow. What would, I, would I lie? What would I do? What would I do that for? Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can only trust you, big witch. Right. All right, just sign it right there. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. B. And as I N E Y. Briny. <laughs> oh, and my name is N U L T Y. Nulty. I already. I already wrote Mipsy. I, I wrote it while you two were spelling it out loud. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I, I just signed mine. I just I didn't like I yeah, didn't because know we you. had to write it in the you know, when you open an old letter and the first letter is really decorated. It's like a mm-hmm. big with like a big P. And it's yeah, you got to you got to do those big things. Yeah, every single letter. You got to do that. It takes a while. <laughs> I I did I was I didn't know we were. Oh, your 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 signature looks like shit. What is this? I did. You gotta do those big fancy letters. I wrote it as if they were the not the first letters. That's boring. That's boring. No wonder the queen hates you. Yeah, yeah. You can take you can take ninety percent of this guy's soul. Nah, I've got your names in my book. Now the true fun will begin. The pickle oh, witch the slammed the book oh. shut. The room began to spin and spin and spin and spin. And Nulty and Mitzi and Briny flew up into the air and down into the book. Mm. Oh, everything went dark. They opened their eyes cautiously. They were in a in a brightly lit field in the middle of nowhere. No one else was around. They blinked. Confused. Not sure what was going on between them. One jar of pickles, but only two pickles inside. Oh, I'm so hungry. You wouldn't mind if I possibly took one of those pickles. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We got to We got to think about this. I mean, if this is the only jar of pickles around here, I want one of the pickles. Well, I'm sure the witch, let's not forget, even though there was a whole kind of showmanship after we signed the contract, let's not forget that the witch said less than minimal consequences. So I mean, yeah, I- I'm sure there'll be more pickles than this. I really do still trust her, even though we got sucked into a book, seemingly. Seems like How it. How do we know the pickles are good? Oh. How do we know they're not poison? That's true. How do we know? We don't want to get sick from a pickle. I mean, someone's got to taste test one of the pickles and then the other two will fight for the other one. <laughs> if the first one isn't poison. Me, 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 me. I'm willing to put myself out there to taste the pickle to make sure Wait. that it's not poison. All right, you don't have to eat the whole pickle. Just take a bite and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, oh, we'll I guess s- we can share pickles because <laughs> we don't have to eat our own pickle. Oh, we can't. It's um, well, I don't share pickles. That's just weird. This is uh, the 1800s COVID. Well, then if he's <laughs> going to take a bite, he might as well eat all of it. Oh, damn, you're right. I, if only there was a way that we could cut the pickle in two or into small slices to put on many sandwiches. But that hasn't been invented yet. So I like the idea of me taking a bite for everyone. And then you said, we'll see what happens. And I really like the vagueness 
of what that was and what could happen after I take one bite. I feel like this whole story has just been vague things and waiting to see what happens. <laughs> well, I'm just under. See, the big problem I have right now is that I'm under the thought that pickles on her jar always say pickle, witch. I mm-hmm. bet you can't eat just one. I think that while you were talking, I hate one of the pickles and I don't feel good. Brody, you son of a gun. You you went behind our backs. You're supposed to be the security guard. I still am. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. You mean we're supposed to protect our best interests or something? I don't know. What's the security guard code? Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Bryony's dead. I Mm. guess. You judged Briny off the start saying that there was a security guard trying to get our best interest. And Briny, he went out that way. Mm, he sacrificed himself eating that pickle. And I, I think that's honorable. And I think it's so honorable that I want to eat the second one. Right. Because I you don't I only think one could be poisoned. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to I think I'm going to let you have that pickle. OK, Mitzi. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to draw a nice tribute graphic T-shirt for our old friend, Briny. You know, I think I think Briny would really like a, a graphic T-shirt to commemorate his death by pickle. I, I think Briny would love that. And I have a a a, a huge story that's going to be very pertinent uh, to the rest of your life to tell you after right after I eat this pickle. OK, I can't wait to hear this story. Wait, wait, don't eat me. Don't eat me. me. You ate my brother. Don't eat me, too. Uh, You came really close there. I I put you in my mouth and it's three out. Gross. That's gross. Oh, my God. Brush your teeth once in a while, man. It's 1847. We can still have hygiene. Come on. (laughs) Listen, I used to be a regular guy just like you guys. And then I met the witch pickle. And now she turned me into a witch. That's what she means when she says she'll take your soul. Oh, my goodness. I'm reading the contract that we signed and it says when you sign it over, you go into the book and then when you get one of the pickles gets eaten, you get turned into a real pickle. Oh, no. So that's that's messed up. What we're all just sitting here waiting in a field to be pickled. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Now I know what it feels like to be a cucumber. But. You you've been here a long time, right? You've already experienced the pickling. Did you come to any conclusions on how you could possibly get out of here, how we could get out of here? Maybe if we can get out of the book that we can get you back from being a pickle. This is the first time I've been let out of my jar. I've just been sitting here and waiting when in our own pickling juice and most of it's pee. It is. Yeah, that's how they get the tang. That's it's that it's urine. That makes so much sense. Wow. I've been trying to make pickles at home this whole time. I, I didn't know that I had to pee in the jar, too. And honestly, it's been so long. I kind of wish you just ate me and just put me out of my misery. Oh, well, I, I was very close to doing it. You I said, know, and now I don't know why. <laughs> Life sucks and it's been so long. And now that I'm out, that is nothing good. I kind of missed the I missed the jar and, and, and the air smell is too fresh. I mean, I'm just used to the piss. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Wait a minute. 
what if what if I design you a graphic T-shirt for your jar, a sort of a, a label, if you will? W- would that make you happy? Yeah, that's exactly what we've been needing all this time. <laughs> that makes me want to live. Do it. Do that. <laughs> Put a stork on it. A stork? What do yeah. storks have to do with pickles? Uh, what don't they have to do with pickles? <laughs> because the, the, basically the, the stork is we are like the babies in the stork and we're becoming grown pickles right now. All right, right man, I just like storks, but OK, <laughs> tell yourself what you need to. It's, and, it's symbolism <laughs> and babies poo and pee and pickles look like poo and they're brined and pee. There you go. Slap a stork <laughs> on it, man. Fix, fix us. Fix this whole mess. Get our souls back. Here Help. you go. <laughs> and so Nulty slapped a new Velasic pickle label onto the jar and all of them began to swirl around. The book began to swirl again and they shot out of the book into the pickle witch's room. All of them. It was Mitzi. It was Nulty. Even Briny was back and the pickle was back too. What is going on? What are you? What are you doing here? We sweet. I have my human body again. Nice, nice. Uh, Tennessee, what are you doing here? I thought I pickled you. You did, but we figured it out. Oh, damn it! We you found the label clause, huh? Yeah, we read the fine print. Shit. You did not expect us to use all of our individual skills, making shirts, pissing on yourself. Damn it, you're right. Well, and, listen. and for me, well, I haven't used my skill yet, but I would love to make you into a sandwich. OK, well, I am a witch, so I guess being a sandwich is a logical progression. But before that, how about you just sign this release clause that say that you're just going to forget about this whole thing. And we don't, don't do it. But, oh, don't do it. Dang, I, you caught me. I was so close to signing. I was like half signature there. I'm so and glad you caught me. You. No, uh, no, what? No, what no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right. Come on, sandwich me. Come on. Come on. I dare you. Let me stuff you in these two pieces of bread. <laughs> oh, oh, this is actually kind of comfortable. And I will deliver this sandwich to the Duchess. Mitzi wrapped up the sandwich in a nice piece of wax paper and put it inside of a little basket and sprinted up the stairs back into the main chamber where the Duchess was sitting on her throne. She saw Mitzi coming. She was confused because Mitzi was supposed to be sent to the gallows, yet for some reason was bounding towards her with a little picnic basket. What is this? You're supposed to be in the gallows. I know, I know, and please don't throw me against the wall again. I just need to give you this sandwich. Give me one more chance because I think this will be one that you enjoy. And if I don't. Well, then you can throw my head against the wall and put me back in the gallows. I like it. Let's do it. Here you go. Tell me Mm. what you're tasting. Hmm. It's tangy, but sweet. Hint of urine. I don't know. I've never had this before. What is it? It's a sandwich. <sighs> Different. 
with pickle. Ah, <laughs> uh, ah, uh, yes, that's it. Yeah. That's it. It's pickled. And that was the day that the first Subway sandwich shop was created. <laughs> when the Duchess bit into that sweet onion chicken teriyaki sandwich, the world changed for the better. Yes, $5 footlongs for everybody. Italian urban cheese for everybody who wanted it. It was an option. And from that day forward, the world got just a little bit tastier. Spooked. That was a scary story. Wow. So scary, guys. I peed a little. You making pickles? <laughs> yeah. That's where you got the inspiration for the story you were peeing in real life. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, where can everyone uh, follow you? Let's do some plugs. Um, don't. If anything, unfollow me. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Leave me alone. All right. Can uh, can we get those links so we can unfollow? <laughs> Um, I do have a, I guess I do tweet, but not for anyone. And I have no followers <laughs> and I only follow medieval times Toronto. So don't just leave me. Just don't. You're just having a back and forth with medieval times doing live <laughs> tweets during the shows. No, they never tweet. I've been waiting for some coupon codes. They don't tweet. <laughs> yeah. There's like some suburban mom that they sometimes retweet, I think. But she's like a, a, a mom, t- she's like twin mom twins like mom of twins i guess that's a thing now you get more traction if you have twins probably yeah yeah that's two tickets that they're gonna potentially sell right there well we'll be we'll be tweeting out with links to your podcasts as well yeah do that as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com to see a full profile on roche with uh direct links to the other episodes they've done on the network Mm -hmm. And go to the Sonar shop and you can see some spook T-shirts there for whether you believe in ghosts or don't believe mm-hmm. in ghosts. Choose a side. Spooked. 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 <laughs> Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!